Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. There, am I still scratchy? You're fine. Yay. Who was going to use my cool new headset? You got a, bought a new headset? Well, I got one for work. Oh, well. Yeah. So now, headsets, headsets don't work with Anchor. No? Okay. Then I won't use it. Hi, people. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Never mind us having a totally separate conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're like, everybody's going, what are they talking about? What is this? What are we doing? Oh, how's life, girl? It's just beautiful. I know. I had to go to an eye doctor appointment this morning. You went to a doctor? An eye doctor. Wait a minute. Like, on your own and, like, you did it by yourself and no one had to, like, yell at you to go? I, my eye? I'm so proud of you. Like, they sent me an email, said, we haven't seen you in two years. And I was like, fine, we'll come. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyhow, Get up, people. I went and the last time I went two years ago they were like you should be wearing bifocals or progressives because you can't see up close very good anymore and I'm like alright and then so I got some progressives or bifocals or I forget what I got but I didn't like them because they give you a headache and it's an adjustment and so I was like, well, that sucks. So I got some regular glasses and I've been using those instead and just take off my glasses when I want to read. And today I got, <laughs> I got yelled at. I'm not, I'm not supposed to do that. No. And they're like, no, it, listen, we know it's a transition, but as hard as it is now, it's going to be harder. That's like, true. Ah. So my parents also went through this. I have terrible eyesight my whole life. So I'm sorry you're just, losing it. It's it's bad enough that I can't see far away. Okay. But you gotta take up the up close too. Yeah. As, as I told the eye doctor, I was like, fine, I might as well just consider myself blind. I mean <laughs> welcome to my life. I can't see anything. I literally took out my contacts and I didn't immediately put my glasses on just to like check in and be like, how blind am I? It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. She's like, when do you wear your glasses? And I'm like, when I'm awake. <laughs> Just... <laughs> do I want to be able to see? Yeah, the doctors love you. Oh, that's <laughs> She's like, so all the time. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, that's all you had to say, asshole. They're that like, look so at funny. the sign on the wall. And I'm like, you mean that big blob over there that I can't tell what it says? Yes, I can see that. Okay. But here's God. the crazy thing. So I'm super blind and Nick is super blind. But thus far, Lauren has not needed glasses. And we're just oh, like. Oh, just wait. I know. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop because it's going to happen. It, like, it happens in puberty. Does it? Okay. Like all of a sudden your eyes go. Because I was blind okay. all through childhood. 
as soon as I hit puberty, my eyes were like, nope, we're out of here. See, for me, it was third grade. Yeah, that was Liam, too. Okay. He, his eyes went went down fast. But no, I keep waiting. My other children, it's it's like Harry, it was puberty, so. Okay. Well, that's if, 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 if you don't need them when you're little, you're going to need them after puberty. Right? I know. Nick and I are like, there's no way she gets out of this one. Like, no. There's just not so much chance. genetics not working against her. We're just like, it's not going to happen. It's just laying it's in just wait to Yeah, her. it's literally like, <laughs> just waiting to destroy her life, you know? And I don't want to like tell her that's where things are headed, so. But it's where things are headed. Where things are and, headed. And, and just don't tell her that once she gets over the indignity of having to wear glasses to see distances, then eventually she'll need them also to read up close. I mean, that's the thing. And that's when you feel like you might as well just die. Right. Because... I feel like that's the thing, though, because everyone's like, I don't need glasses. Oh, you will, bitch. Oh, just yeah. wait till the just... elderly ages. Not that it's you're It's a matter of time. Yeah. But yeah, everyone wears the glasses when they're old. Like, 60 plus. I don't think I've so I, I at least year old person who hasn't worn glasses. I at least ordered a pair, or I'm trying to order a pair before I was just trying to do it before we started podcasting. Yeah. And I and I fucked up my order so many times and have to go back and change it. They're like, your order has been locked. And I'm like, fine, I'll try again later. <laughs> but yeah, I tried to do the blue blocking thing that they say is supposed to help. I'm like, all right, I'll try that. Okay. It's free. Headaches? Like the bifocal thing gives me headaches. Yeah, I think those are weird. Like my mom. What I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm going for progressives where it doesn't have the line, but I think that's still gonna fuck me up and give me a headache. But she's like, you're in quarantine right now, so now's a good time to adjust. Okay. It's like you don't look at things when you're quarantined. Like I'm not driving as much. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess we just have to see them go. I think bifocals are really hard to get used to. I just like uh, I, I tried it the last time, and it was like after a week, I was like, "Nope, I'm not doing shit. this anymore." Like sometimes you're just like, "I just won't see shit." I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. I was like, "I'll just house. take off my glasses when I need to read. It's right. no big deal." Right. Today they were like, "You can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> you're mean. <laughs> mm, that's so funny. I hope people are enjoying this little chat. See, here's the deal, guys. Callie and I won't talk for a few days, and then we just hit record. So really, it's just us catching it's up. It's just us catching we, up, and we you're just catch up, and we just held hostage at our whim. Yeah, pretty much. They have to listen um, to us. No, they don't. I was gonna mention though, like on the subject, which is always ever popular about what are you guys watching? Yeah, that Shell and I have stopped started binging Selling Sunset. <gasps> don't you love it? I've been watching We're like a couple episodes into season two, and I am telling you, it's we have some, some opinions. It's some stuff. It's some stuff. It's really like, <laughs> it's a lot. It's just like, okay. like It's so garbage. In fact, yep. whenever like we're available, like mm-hmm. she'll say to me, she's like, you want to watch some trash? And I'm like, yeah. It's then, total like, trash. <laughs> I think it's, who was, oh, it was uh, Chrissy Teigen, John John yes, I saw it. She's Did like, these people seem normal to me. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, like, Chrissy. Yeah, she's like, listen, I buy a lot of fucking real estate and I've never seen these bitches anywhere. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's all fake. <laughs> it just brings out a... Because like, I feel like none of them ever sell anything. That's what my husband said. Like, two episodes in, he's like, they never sell anything. They just sit around and gossip. But I'm like, you're getting it. Yeah, it's pretty much it. So like, wait, is Chriselle in... 
season two. I can't remember. Yes. That's her Prichelle's first season. in season one, season two, season three. I'm assuming season three. I like Prichelle. Prichelle is the best. She's like and a little, she's like Bambi in the forest. There's like a million reasons why Chriselle is the best. Like a thousand. I love her so much. I pretty much just watch for Chriselle and like just wait for people to take, like people who are mean to her to get taken out or something. Like, tell me that sometime in the future... Davina and Christine get like run over by a truck. Unfortunately, that does not happen. There is a wedding with Christine that you'll be like, you know, if you've ever thought of like Maleficent or the evil queen getting married, like that's her wedding. At least she leans into it. Listen, this is what villains do for weddings. (laughs) Christine is at least upfront about her evilness. Right, like Davina she, loves she to pretend like it. she's everybody's friend, and and Davina's the fucking worst. Yeah, that woman's the antichrist. Yeah, she's like the claws are there. She will stab you in the back. She will step the on minute she sold out Chriselle in yep. season one. I was like, oh, you're it's bad. Intense. They're like there's like flipping alliances. And you're just like what the. And like nobody is buying real estate, and yet they all look like they're worth thirty million. I'm like I don't understand. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I can't remember what's the name of the girl. So the girl who is really good friends with Christine, but she was also Mary. The- Mary. Yeah, I like and her fiance Romaine. Look yes. Okay. Season one, Romaine was dumb as a post. Like he's one of those guys that he's pretty. Yeah. But there was just like there was mm-hmm. there was there was nobody at home. You know, it was right, just it, right. it was dumb. Right. And then all of a sudden in season two, he's like. He's speaking up and having opinions and like making sense and shells like, are alarmed. He hates Davina. And I'm like, I love him Roman, so much. We can build a bridge on this. I was like, I love Roman. I was like, I don't know. Is this the long guy? And he's like, fuck Davina. She's not coming to my wedding. And I'm like, dude, I'm a fan. And that is funny. literally. That That's was literally nice. Shell and I watching that yesterday. We're like, Stan Romaine. Really? Seriously. <laughs> I don't care that he's named after lettuce anymore. He's my hero. I was calling him lettuce for a while. Because he was just literally like, like, like Davino stab you in the back, right? So he took the, he took the knife out of his back. He's covered in stab wounds, and he just plunged it into her heart. And I was like, yeah. With like not like, even a hesitation. She's super horrified she's not invited. And I'm like, Karen, and all the other women are like, you can't do that. And he's like, I just did. Bitch, watch me. <laughs> and like Mary's all like, I'm not used to him being so I was like, having a pair of balls? Yeah. It's and crazy. I was like, you're not used to him thinking for right. himself. He's not completely emasculated for five whole minutes. It's amazing. <laughs> so anyhow you guys who don't know what we're talking about right. you have to watch selling Sunset. Watch selling it's Sunset. on Netflix. oh you haven't got to season three yet though no oh my god no i heard about what happened to poor Michelle. i already know listen nick came downstairs spoilers for anyone who has not seen season three because you know the whole justin hartley situation right you know yeah, that, I, right okay yeah I, yeah i no, literally I... texted my husband and I said like, to Justin him, Hartley's canceled. Yeah. I was like, listen, <laughs> I was like, if you ever text me that you want a divorce, if you want to tell me we're getting divorced over text, we can just forego the divorce because you will be dead and I will be collecting <laughs> your life insurance. And he was like, I was like, no jury would ever convict me. And he comes downstairs and he's like, what in the ever loving fuck are you watching? And I'm like, no jury will convict me. 
was, <laughs> like, I was just like, like, Nick, don't ask what I'm watching. It. Just turn around and walk back upstairs for yeah, your own sanity. Like, but at the same you, time, faithful viewers, you need to watch this show because I'm it's just crazy. I'm telling you, Ugh. be prepared. Those eps are brutal because it's literally like watching Cinderella. <laughs> well, yes. here's the thing. Like, there's so much secondhand embarrassment in this show. Yes. That like a lot of times, like I have to get up and walk into it's another room. It's like watching room. Parenthood. It makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to walk into another room and just like collect myself and be like, like I you can't, can't look away. It's like a car accident. I can look away. I can't. Me. I'm like I'm frozen. <laughs> I'm a horrified. Okay, you, me, and Shell were having a selling sunset watch party. Something. Oh, I'm, I'm down. It's. Yeah. It's too much fun. I don't have anything to do with my job yet. Like, I had something to do for a little bit. Like, I got 40 hours one week, and now it's back to nothing. And if you're wondering why, it's because the IT department can't get their crap together. That sounds about usual. Let's see. What else have we been watching? Um, What else have we been watching? I'm trying to think. Oh, I started Schitt's Creek, and I'm watching Community. They're both really funny. Isn't Schitt's Creek, like... It no. took me a few episodes to get into it. Yeah, I was already like, into it. Once once I got into it, I'm like, I love these people. Uh, the mom <laughs> is my spirit animal. And there are so many times when she sounds exactly like you. Like when she's done with life. You know what I mean? She's just like, I was like, that would be something Callie said. Like the one she was like, I need a bathtub and a long extension cord. <laughs> it's like, that's so Callie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, but honestly, yeah, I just... it's really funny. It's really <sighs> funny. I like it a lot. I love I the love kids it. too. Like they're horrible, but I just love them. I love them too. But listen, David is like, I don't even know what to say about David. He's David, everything. <laughs> David is the best. There, you have so many wonderful episodes like waiting for you. I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. And I just hit a really good community because, like. Jenna's like, watch Community. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch Community. And it took her five years to get me to watch Community. I said I would watch it, but then I didn't for five years. This sounds really familiar. Yeah. You guys can, like, form a club of how Jen hoses you over about TV shows that you want her to watch. Um, So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I was, like, getting a little impatient because I've been promised Jeff and Annie. And I'm like, where the fuck are Jeff and, Jeff and Annie? I ain't getting nothing. Like, what? he's just all about Britta. But then I hit the debate episode, and I'm like, I'm sold. They have to have babies. I'm in. It was so good. I'm glad you're, you're I'm ruminating on the memory piece. right now. I'm making out. It was really great. It was super hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lauren Laughlin got sentenced. I saw that. Two months oh, in prison. What'd she get? What'd she get? Two, Two months in prison. Bitch, Two you months. could have had five weeks and been done if you just tricked Her it. husband got five months. Well, that's what you get when you play chicken with the FBI. Here's the thing, people. A little legal advice from me to you. If the FBI is charging you with something, you are guilty. They do not. They wait years to put cases together. You just plead <laughs> for mercy. Because you did whatever they said you did. Wow, five months. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Oh, I read that they had to downsize to like a $9.5 million mansion. Oh my God, the poor baby. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, honestly, this. having watched watched Selling Sunset, it's probably some hovel. It's a, it's a, it's a lot for them. I feel like 
Station Black Schitt's Creek. And, like, that's maybe their experience that they're having. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh this is why you don't play chicken with the FBI, you dumb bitches. Okay. Well, that's solved. She's going to jail. <laughs> Listen, if your dumbass kid can't get into college on their own, they don't deserve to go. Correct. That's just the way it works. That's the way it works. Now, we can bring an example of, like, had they just bought a library at Harvard, they would have gotten in and had no problems. I'm not saying that there isn't some issues in this whole scheme of college, but, you know, pretending to be on crew when you've never rode crew is... That's just stupid. Not a good way to get in. (laughs) That's just dumb. And I like how they were like, oh, our daughters didn't know anything. And I was like, but they posed for the crew picture. They're like, why am I taking this picture, mother? It's for my blog. Okay. You know what else I've been doing? Like, I haven't been watching a lot of TV shows, but you know what I have been watching? What? TikToks. You know, Lauren's trying to get me to let her have TikTok. Can I let her have TikTok? Is it like... You know? Hmm. It's a tough call, isn't it? Because I feel like it's a little bit I like... I feel like that. there's some swearing, and if you don't like swearing... Oh, she lives probably... with me. She knows, she knows every swear word in the history of the world. Like, I'm not. I'm trying to think, like, I haven't encountered a lot of naughty stuff. It's not like porn of... on there, is it? There's no TikTok porn. Not that I've come across. Okay, because they are really funny. <sighs> Oh my god! And like I got Shell to where she will sit there, and I'm like, see what I mean? And Shit! <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that it's just like I don't know. My whole feed is full of like three different things, and they never fail to make me happy. And one of it is is, is animals. Yeah. Cute, funny, or otherwise, right. animals always make things better. Yep. Um. The second thing is like comedians. Yep. And stuff. Yeah, uh, always, always good. Yeah, and then the third is political rants, and I'm like, those make me feel good too because they're very cathartic. So it's like <laughs> I come away from TikTok like with an endorphin rush, and it's just well, if it makes you happy and it fires off that like cocaine, cocaine, what's the little like likes when you get likes? It's like the same effect in your brain. A little cocaine. serotonin. Yeah, a little serotonin, a little bit of high. That's how you get through quarantine, man. You know what I do? You know, and it's just like, if I want to see an animal, right. like, be cute. I watch a lot or something, of YouTube. I'm, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me smile. That's awesome. I, I watch a it. lot of YouTube, so I feel like TikTok is like half step and a jump away from YouTube, so it's probably Like, fine. YouTube is the Facebook to Twitter's TikTok, or TikTok's Twitter. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You know, like YouTube is for the old school, the old people, the out of touch. And then, like, <laughs> Laura doesn't even get a Facebook. I wouldn't even let her have a Facebook. I'm like, no. I but let like, my kids have Facebook, and they're like, nobody's on Facebook. And I'm like, exactly. But like, all her friends like to send her TikTok videos. So I'm like, I probably should get her, let her have TikTok. Is it a thing like, where it's I like, don't make TikToks? I just like watch them and favorite them. Like, a there's some deal with the company though. They're having a major issue because they're like well, somebody yeah. trying to ban them yeah well but like then it wasn't just the trump <laughs> thing i read that there's like some issue with china using tiktoks to spy on people it was so confusing. No. that's not a thing no i'm not not in america because america it's like i'm trying to think of a, a, a good example like nintendo yes nintendo is owned by japan but there's all the American Nintendo stuff is done by Nintendo of America. 
and like TikTok has an America subsidiary. You know what I mean? So like everything that we watch is like TikTok America. So I mean, sucks to be you, China, but <laughs> we're a different country. Yeah, but they're being sold or something. I know it's something to do with their IP. I don't know. I've stopped caring. All right. So Lauren and I have watched uh, 104 through 108. We've plowed through a fair amount of content. Arrow time! Arrow time! Can I tell you the What happens in 104 through 108 besides the regrettable hookup with Helena? Uh, yeah. So, 104 is Diggle joins the team. That's how oh, wait. 105 is that stupid episode with the party and the... With the party and Diggle yeah, asked yeah, yeah. the arrow and Laura's like... Yeah. Yeah. Like she finds out that Oops. Oliver fakes the box and it's stupid and then they they kiss and it's like there's Ugh. it's no it's that and then uh, <laughs> I got to the it's most hilarious yucky. part was when Laura was like Oliver nothing can ever happen between us my kid very loudly said yep I was like oh. <laughs> Feeling really good about my parenting as she's watching this show. Yeah, she's making good decisions. She's making decisions. good choices. Make good choices, yeah. baby. Um, and then so six proud. was kind of boring. Like, listen, a lot of season one is pretty boring. That's why we're kind of plowing through these. Until until Felicity joins up, it's just like, oh god. I love that Lauren screams every time Felicity comes on. You know, like there's a shriek of joy. She's like, your it's daughter. like seeing the sunlight. I was like, I know. It's like actual sunshine has entered your darkness. It's so fantastic. Is it any wonder? She's so annoyed with me though, because she's like, When do they start dating? I'm like, girl. Not for a while. You're in it for, I was like, you're in it for the long ass haul. I was like, you suffer and you will like it. I'm like, okay. Like it's gonna be a minute okay <laughs> i gave her one of my t-shirts and she's so excited she's wearing it all the time uh it's her it's the elicity where it's the it's the bow and arrow plus glasses equals love it's really cute that's adorable in it all right what Aww. was that like, i don't even remember um helena episode damage oh it's the one with the Bank robbers, I think. Oh, the Royal Flush Gang. Yep. I recall them. And then, oh, we haven't gotten to episode eight yet. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten to that episode eight. It's just through seven. We just watched Helena and Oliver have sex. I told Lauren they were going to go color a picture. Well, then you get more Helena in, in eight, right? Yeah, then we go Helena in eight and we roll into the mid-season finale. And then when we hit 10, I actually have to start writing these reviews again. 10 is like one of the most boring episodes though. That's the one with the fire. Yeah. Like, I gotta be honest. Mm. 6 was pretty dull. And listen, like, 11, 11 ain't much better. 12 has got its moments. Laura's been pretty quiet I would say from 6, six and like, 7 and kind maybe of. Maybe they were like, you know what? Those first couple episodes were mm. <laughs> like, I feel like she's handling all the, the roulette of the love interests pretty wild because she's like none of these bitches are permanent and it's fine like she knows oliver's gonna marry felicity and she knows this because she was the person that got Stephen amell to announce it at to admit to it at a con 
<laughs> but listen, that's kind of how I felt, even though it was only early season two. Like when I watched binge through season one, yeah, I already knew that like you're fine, Felicity, right? So it's like I didn't care much about Helena. I didn't care much about McKenna. I've seen some people say they like McKenna. I didn't have enough of an opinion to either like or dislike. She was just like, nah, McKenna. McKenna was and, a snooze fest for me. You know, and eh, I was like eh. Helena. Like I don't, I don't like him with them. But I don't dislike him with them. I just like, eh, that's a thing that happened. It's just like, it's like an interchanging dolls. That's what it feels like. Look, yeah. I like McKenna. She's a fine person. But it never felt oh, yeah, like there fine. was a spark. I think McKenna liked Oliver a lot more than Oliver liked McKenna. Oliver was I just think Oliver wanted. Yeah, I think Oliver wanted to like McKenna. Yeah. Why are we always talking about episodes you haven't watched yet? I know, but because... <laughs> You know, we just we let it flow, man. You can't control us. <laughs> like, you like to be we bested. we start this intending to talk about the episodes you watch, okay, and then we talk let's about something have else. Our, here we go. Here we go. You want to? Okay, let's focus. Let's have our Tommy. Let's have our Merlon Merlans argument. Oh yeah, we were let's, having let's, on Twitter. Let's throw down. Throw the gloves. All right. Listen, <laughs> I know there's badness there. All I'm saying. Oh is much. This See the, the episode where he throws her the party. And he was like, too nice to her. I know. And then there's that cute little scene where she's like, "I owe you a dance." And Katie Cassidy does that cute little smile. And I'm like, and like Tommy's little heart melts. I'm like, okay, that was cute. But I also can recognize that she was dancing with Carter Bowen, and who's a total douchebag. And she's like, "I only dance with Carter Bowen because he wrote a really big check." I'm like, well, Tommy. Paid for the whole that kind of makes you a prostitute, Laurel, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so, like, I realize it's extremely problematic, but here's the other thing I feel like they're okay for most of the season until Laurel, until Tommy goes crazy, dumps her, and Laurel sleeps with Oliver in less than 24 hours. But see, hours. as I told you last night on Twitter, yeah, you it's been a hot minute since you've seen season, it's been a one. really long time since I watched any of these episodes. Okay, so I think you're probably missing some stuff i don't want to be or one it. i just like blo- it's a coping mechanism and where i block out Laura like that it, it's it's a chicken or the egg thing did did tommy freak it. out and and then laurel slept with oliver or did laurel do something to make tommy freak out sounds you know like what i mean the, sounds like the latter might be the true one <laughs> like tommy was insecure about laurel and oliver like and he had a reason. He had a really good reason. I feel like because Tommy was insecure about Oliver a little bit, and then he finds out that he's some fucking like that just shoved him over like, the edge. Yeah, he was just like, like well, I, now I have absolutely no chance with her. Which is kind of was true because she was. And I appreciate she was an underappreciating little bitch who didn't know what she had when she had it. Like Tommy would have treated her like a goddess. He did but treat her like could, a goddess. She couldn't stop just like looking at Oliver and going like, but that's my ideal. And Tommy deserved better than that. I just like still say love what them, you will though. about how Tommy shouldn't have freaked out the way he did. I know a lot of people hold against him the way he acted in one B, you know, and it wasn't great, but let's be honest, none of them were acting but great also, in one B. <laughs> I love the Laurel that's with that with him. Like he like they have chemistry, they have cute little scenes that are adorbs. I like them. Like, I was always bought into... But then talk to Katie Cassidy, because every single time Oliver would show up, she'd be doe-eyed well, over Well, see, him. that's why I don't like her, because she's wrong. She's wrong about everything all the time. 
some con where she was like oh what do you think is hospice i asked about tommy and, and laurel and she gave like a really nice answer and i was like oh that's like the first time we've ever agreed on anything and then the bitch turned around and was like the next week was like oh, laurel is tommy but, like shut up <laughs> was just who she let warm her bed until oliver came around but i feel like that was literally out like was. that. I am holding. I am holding to my Merlant's love because I feel like there's episodes where she's as into it as Tommy is. I think she wanted to be into it, but she couldn't get over all. Well, of here's the deal. Tommy it serves her damn right because drinking herself into a stupor in season two because it once Ugh. she figured out Tommy was the right person for her to be with, he was dead. Yeah, but then you're forgetting that even after all that, the drinking and the guilt and him being dead and all this stuff, she still I don't think didn't about think it. of him as anything more than just a footnote in her grand I don't love like story to think about Oliver. season four, okay? It's not I don't like to think about <laughs> four nineteen. Yes, but it's still a thing that happened. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Oliver is the same level Merlin shipper than I was, and he erased his sex with Laurel. She married Tommy. They never got back together. That's the existence I live in. Okay, I'm I'm more than happy with that being your reality. (laughs) I've decided to alter Oliver's altered reality a little further. (laughs) He He erased the lore of her sex. But he also... Did not put Laurel and Tommy together because he understood that Tommy deserves better. <laughs> so in but that I reality, have footage from my head cannon. Yeah, so I have a great imagination. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> I think I just cling to Merlans because I just loved. Here's my thing. It's like Tom, I love Tommy, and Tommy loves Tommy. Laurel, and I just want Tommy to have the no. thing he wants. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy needed a good woman who would love him back the, the way he deserved to be loved. I just think about, here's the deal. I just think about how if only they just could have killed Laurel and then we could have had a Tommy, Oliver, Felicity, Love <sighs> Triangle and that shit would have been lit. That would have been like legitimately, legitimately difficult for me. Who do you pick? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Like, I would be very severely tempted yeah. by it. And then I would finally come to some realization that, okay, my OTP is Elicity. But until I get that, I'm going to enjoy this flummy action going on. It would have been perfect. Because here's the thing that never makes sense to me. By the way, if anyone hasn't mm. seen the show... We are talking about spoilers. And we just talk about it in any direction that we want. Um, like, because, <laughs> like, if they had killed Laurel, because Oliver is the hood, couldn't save her or whatever, and they make it Oliver's fault, all right? That is a significant amount of... And then Oliver also killed his dad. Like, that's a significant amount of, like, beef to, like, trigger somebody as a warm, adorable puppy like Tommy Merlin into a psycho. You know, Correct. like that's enough. That's enough Correct. juice right there. So I never understood this whole. Well, we're ending Laurel and Oliver in order to do that. Tommy has to die. I'm like, no, you can just kill Laurel, 
but the problem is and you're what you what you're forgetting and i don't think you've actually forgotten it because you know everything and you're you're very smart and wise and you're i block shit shit. (laughs) and you block it and you're like in your little butt happy bubble but here i come with my needle and i'm saying don't worry with my bubble i'm very happy (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying but katie had these really great lawyers fucking lawyers and they were never going to be able to kill her. They could not kill her. And this was their only answer. Could they have been a little more creative? Probably. But this is also the Arrow writers were talking about. You know they gave us baby mama like, drama. That's just so horrible. You know what would also have been like, amazing? Is they don't kill mm. Tommy. They don't kill Laurel. And Tommy, I'm always a fan Tommy of not killing and Tommy. Oliver just don't give two shits about Laurel for the rest of the show. Yes. And fight over Felicity. There we go. That is my personal headcanon for what happened after Oliver Tainson. Like, yeah, let's just keep yeah. staying. Like, obviously, she stayed. And sure, Oliver she can stay and be in the background in six years. Be useless for yeah, it's yeah, fine, whatever. Fine. So Tommy could have done that too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I would one hundred percent deep six Merlance for Tommy and Felicity to have a thing. Hell so, like, yeah. Ryan Merlin's love doesn't go, like, super deep. But it's, like, I, okay. it's, like, in a happy world, like, if Oliver and Felicity got married and I can't have Tommy be alive and we can't do the Dark Archer and they're not going to kill Laurel, then, okay, I want Tommy and Laurel to be together. That's where it ends and up. And see, my, my petty ass doesn't want Laurel to have anything <laughs> good. nothing! <laughs> I, I want to drop Kicker into the San Francisco Can Bay. Can we talk so. a little bit about Laurel logic? Because I... I've been subjected to a lot of it in these episodes, and it really, like, it's a migraine-inducing annoyance. It, it really gives you a headache, Because, like, it? okay. It's like, oh, my God. And, like, the whiplash you get from her ever-changing opinions, I forgot how bad it is. Like, one week, she's oh, like, yes, I, I hate you the next week. Like, she can switch in the episode. Like, I'm going to climb you like a tree, or no, you're dead to me. It's like, you just don't know what you're going to get. But she sometimes changes in the same fucking right. scene. So, like, Five. I feel like we need to talk about five because it's a major Lorever episode, and oh. we just like have to go through it. Okay, so what drove me? You nuts... have to mention the the nod to fishnets yeah, that she oh, gave because that was seriously. Yeah. We get it. You want her to be black canary. It's not that complicated. Mm. Um, <laughs> like this show is like an anvil dropping on my head half the time. Like I'm not a stupid person, Mark Guggenheim. I can figure shit out. You don't have to be this obvious. Um, so the whole. Thing with the the polygraph and she's all oh, oh yeah <laughs> I, you must be the hood because we went to pri- we went to the prison for a field trip and and so therefore you remembered that and you lied about it so what else are you lying about because literally nothing she says makes any sense first of all who sends their children to iron heights for a fucking field trip what school was this seriously like what parents would sign a permission to okay, that? But at the same time, when I was in high school, I went like on a day thing to. It wasn't like it wasn't a prison, but it was like the jail, the county jail, and we like did a thing and we toured around, and it was a whole interesting. Anyhow. Like I did Alcatraz, yeah. doing a tour to Alcatraz, but there are not actual murderers there anymore. Anyways, so yeah, I don't know, like like. If this was, it had to have been high well, school. Well, like, now that we know about Iron Heights, because that's where Oliver, did Oliver go to Iron Heights? When... No, he went to Sledside. Oh, that's right. Okay. He got the maximum security. All right. So then, 
he's all like <laughs> and like she combos this she's like he's like pretty much i really feel it's legitimate that oliver just didn't remember that they went to this prison back in the day and he's just like yeah okay that doesn't mean i lied about being the hood she's like i've seen your scars and i'm like why do scars and torture automatically now of course i know laurel's right he really is the hood but i'm still gonna like drag her all right i just don't understand her thought process like felicity makes actual logical conclusions and laurel's like well you were tortured so that means you're a vigilante it's like what the Laurel is basically Laurel's basically firing a gun in a dark right, room, and when it hits a right. body, she's like, "Look, I'm a really good yeah. at, at shooting." Yeah. And it's like, "No, you're not. I'm an attorney, and I'm going to you got fucking out. lucky." I'm like, oh my god! Like none of the shit she sees. Whereas, like, what would make sense is, well, I've met the hood, and you look like him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like I saw his jawline, <laughs> and that's your stuff. I was five you know, fucking the- feet from him, and I could smell you, and I've had sex with you. And you look exactly like him, and he showed up on the same day that you showed up. Like those would be arguments to argue against the polygraph. Who fucking some field trip in prison heights? She hurts me. She's so stupid. It's like God. like her. Every time I think of her face when she saw him when he had his shirt off. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was just like it was obviously like oh god. I know her fans think she's this wonderful it's actress. The breathing too. There's a lot of breathing problems. <laughs> There's a lot of breathing, but it's just it's just like the way that she set her face, and it was like this CW packaged and marketed expression meant to convey horror slash sympathy slash arousal. Right. And I'm like. Nobody ever actually looks like torture like that gets me in hot. Real life. Like let's let's make out. Like, really? <laughs> oh my god, it's so it's bad. Like, that's gonna be the thing that triggers the thing. Like it's supposed to be the super so like bad. intimate. Because like here's the deal. This is the other thing I commented about in my review, and I was like, all right, Oliver, Oliver has like been very clear that he doesn't want to show people his scars. Yeah, it's like he didn't want to show Moira. He didn't want to show Thea. He was in a white t-shirt when his mom came in. He got mad at Thea when she came into the uh, room without knocking, which I agree was very weird. He didn't look terribly pleased when Laura. Well, and she was like, I have to see. And here's the thing. He's like, are you sure? She's like, yes, you have to show me. I didn't know about the charger. And I'm like, why do you have to see it? Right? He's just telling you I was tortured. That should and be like, enough. There's not even here's here's another thing that gets me about that. Aid to go with it. It's not like she then says, "I was so wrong what I said to you when you first came back. Uh, I didn't know you had been tortured. Like, if I had known that, I would have been more understanding." No, she didn't do that. I know. And like, I never underline when he says, "Laurel, why don't you hate me?" And then she does hate you. She's told you repeatedly for like the last she hates you like, like, pretty sure she hates you like, dude I don't know Ollie I just don't some days I wish I could and then they like meld each other it's not even kissing it's like I felt like whenever Steven tries to kiss Katie Cassidy it's like he's fighting an unfriendly cat <laughs> she like nips at him <laughs> with the biting it's like stop chomping at him it's so distressing it really bothers me like, there's sexy biting when kissing, and then there's, like, not sexy biting when kissing. 
And Steve is so tight-lipped. Like, he's trying his very best. But, like, you can feel, like, a director is, like, behind him, pushing him towards her. <laughs> you have to kiss her. We pay you for this. He's like, all right. It's just, it's, but I will say, like, that was the, t- that was the pinnacle of their sexual chemistry, that scene, when I was watching it live. And I was like. Yeah, that was as good as it got. And I was like, this is tepid at best. And I was like, okay. But like, that is his most, most heat those two generate. Their, their most heat was, was kind of parallel to Elicity's least Yeah. Like. And even then, it's like, that's not right, because Elicity always had fantastic heat. So it's kind of like, like where, know, where did they lowball their heat ever? It's hard to pick. Um, I'm trying to think of season one, because I feel like that would be a... I mean, it's hard, because Steve just looks like a puppy smacked with sunshine every time he looks at her. So even, like, even if, like, Emily isn't, like, you know given off the heat steve just acts like oliver is just like madly in love with her from the second he ever met her which you know feels pretty accurate so yeah so yeah no lie and lauren was very quiet i would say everyone's like what does lauren think of laurel what does lauren think of Laura? i'm like listen my kid doesn't really give a shit about her like she's very quiet it's like she's just sitting here and she's like yeah okay when are we done with her? <laughs> well, I think I think what people are looking for is for her to just sit there and rag on Laurel no. for, for First of all, two my hours. baby girl is like the most the sweetest, most compassionate. She doesn't say mean things about anybody. She's actually kind of confused by cu- cruelty. She doesn't really understand when people are mean. She's like, why would you be like that? I'm like, I just like went to keep her in a little bubble and make her live in my house forever. I'm still figuring out how I can do that. <laughs> let you know <laughs> but here's but the she's thing not it's like, like she's and like there's times where she's just like i feel like she's kind of where i was when i first watched it was you know like when it comes to laurel and oliver she's team laurel because he cheated on her with her sister like she doesn't have a lot of rage towards laurel it's just like yeah he sucks you should stop like making out with him because he sucks <laughs> like love yourself girl like why are you even and I think she likes Tom. She likes Tommy. She is just so 100% like focused on Elicity and she's just waiting for that to happen. I just, I feel like I wish more Elicity fans would, would not focus on, on Laurel so much. We, we don't need the extra validation of course, from other people. Of course, we yell about her every two seconds we get. We do, but that's our <laughs> podcast, and we know what people like to no, listen like to. But to here's, hear here's, here's her. you know you do. Here is my true advice to everybody: if you want to have a happy life, don't look for validation in others that hate Laurel too. It's like it's okay to not like her. I think it's so okay funny. to not like her, and it's okay you don't need other people to not like her too to no, therefore like feel her. like you're correct. An element, not like, and her. I do agree with this to a certain point that particularly like during season three among the fandom and with it's like there was like all of this pressure on Elicity fans to like Laurel like you there was was a lot lot of pressure pressure to be like and some of the pressure came from Elicity yeah it's like you have to like her you don't it's okay for you to not like Laurel and Oliver but it wasn't okay to not like Laurel it was like this weird pressure some of it coming from the writers, I think. Like, we have to like her because she's going to be oh, black yeah, and yeah. Oh, Like, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm going to do shit. No. And I think <laughs> I was one of those people early on because I had hope for her storyline. Like, that this character can be awesome all by herself. 
And that was very much the phase I was in in season three. And then after season three, I was like, fucking kill her. Be done. It's awful. <laughs> There's no hope. And I think like, so like now that we're eight years you know, past, I think people kind of like, oh, we don't have to like her because the writers don't like her and there's, they do shit with her, which is fair. But I do feel like, so like now when people are watching it the first time, people who really hated her from the beginning are like, we want vindication here. Other people who aren't coming into this with a bunch of luggage to also hate her. That is fair. And that's fair. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't like her from you the very You were beginning. cemented, I would say. And we would have debates about but, that for a long time. Because I was like, there's hope. But I don't need other right. people to be no, like, she's cool. fucking right. awful. I'm like, no, it's good enough that I just think that. Like, <laughs> and I don't mean you anyways. Like, we're going to think what we're Yeah. And I just, I don't like to sit there. Like, when I'm on Twitter and stuff, I don't like to spend a lot of time talking about characters I don't Here's like, the... engaging right. with fans that I don't like. Like, oh my well, God. Well, I think there's an you element know? of entertainment for people. I, I think, particularly at this it point, is. that. Like, when you're fighting with the Laurel Lance fans, you just have fun with it. That's just your enjoyment. Well, at this point, they have no... They've been declawed. They've been neutered. I've they've never had seen their, a show shit Their sharp teeth removed, you know? Like... Than this. They've, they're not They're not. But, like, we've got to talk they a lot about to be her scary, now. Because this is, like... Not. I would say 1A is, like, the most... Season 1 is the most Laurel you're ever going to get. Yeah, it is. It's it really is. Laurel. I'm like, wow. You're not even kidding. No, it was like, geez, <laughs> I kind of forgot how much she's. I think they start to back off of her, obviously, in the back half because then OTA becomes the new thing. So we get OTA being the new cool thing. Yeah, but even in the back half, she's in. She's quite in a, a lot. Bit. They did. They filled a lot of the B story with yeah. her. Yeah. So, and it wasn't until season two that you started to see entire episodes without, that she wasn't yeah. even in. And I am, I still feel like she's very much part of the A storyline. I feel like we haven't, like, I actually still feel like, I feel like Diggle's the B storyline. Like, Oliver, like, going around and fighting people and all that kind of stuff. I just feel like, I was like, man, we didn't get a lot of Diggle either in these early episodes because it was kind of like he would no. roll in with his, you know, and he knocks the inspirational speeches out of the park every single time. But it's it's nowhere near the volume you get of David Ramsey in season two and probably even the back half of one. So we're very, these first 1A, you really got to like sludge your way through it. It's a slog. It's a, it's, it's a slog. It is. You're like, oh my God, I can't. And I think Lauren is a little confused. Like, I think she's genuinely Yeah, she's like, like what is this show this about? This is not the show my mother has been talking about for eight freaking years. Like, it took a hot minute. Yeah, to get like, there. listen, baby, you just got to kind of buckle up. It's like, but I was like, it's like, it's like watching it with my dad. My dad was just like so irritated. <laughs> like, he hates, he hates episodic television. He's like, he was mad at Oliver that Oliver wasn't with Felicity after 103. Like, he didn't understand what the problem was. Like, he was like, why is this guy like, such a dumbass? I respect Yeah, that. and my mom finally like, had to sit him <laughs> down. And she was like, John, he loves her. She loves him. They're going to end up together. But there's going to be trials and tribulations. It's a television show. And he's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go watch my hunting show. <laughs> my cops. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but here's the thing: and World it, War Two on the History Channel again. He's like, fine, well, it's 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 hard, and I think it's hard for some some of us to sometimes recognize that even in season two, 
Felicity wasn't getting she a lot of screen time. She was not getting a lot of screen time, which is why you and I are always adamant that season two is not the best season and season three is. Correct. I can remember there were times in season two where I was so frustrated yeah. with the very lack of Felicity. There was the lack of elicity scenes. And like, Diggle. In season one, we did it kind of like, well, I mean, I wasn't in the fandom at yeah. that point, but from what I was able to, to glean is season one is a trove of Laurel and Oliver and all the Elicity fans did was ignore those moments and pick out the little Elicity mm-hmm. moment from each of those episodes mm-hmm. and blow that mm-hmm. up. Like a good example is the elevator shaft which is the same episode that Laurel and Oliver had. I back. actually don't but remember the one thing that that's that... the same episode. It's the same fucking episode. But that's all anybody ever right, talks about from that episode. Right. Because that's all anybody cared right. about. And so it was the same thing in season two. The, all the little listening moments got blown up. But a lot of times it was like one minute an episode. Yeah. And then you'd have you to have wait to and wait and wait and wait I've and wait for the next episode. i <laughs> off of like the 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 small bit of content that they got it was crumbs it was like the crumbs that we fed upon and survived <laughs> with until we flourished until they fed us great feast so it's like i know a lot of people like to bitch season 6 was terrible when it did this and season 7 ugh such trash and i'm like Excuse you, I saw tons of felicity during this season. Was the leading so, lady? Then it's fine. Thumbs up over here. Like was she or was she? Not? I'm a simple girl. I'm I'm well, super like, simple. I'm true, easy though. to please. Season three. Just give me felicity. Season three was so exciting because it was really like that. STCC was, was Emily's like cotillion. It was her coming out party as like, hey, she. Oh, our and, and she got B story with Ray, and, and all these people were bitching about Ray, and I'm like, she had B story. She had B story. <laughs> Yeah, it is the happiest. I will forever be bitter <laughs> that you did not get a kiss. That <laughs> I that they did not kiss. I will never not be over that. But at the leave. same time, it was the happiest I, season finale. Do you remember? I had to like leave you alone for three days just because you were like, I, I need upset. to like process that there was no kiss. Just like you have to let me. Be. It it literally colored how I felt yeah. about the finale. You're like I have to. For a yeah, while. you're like I have to process it. I'm in a very angry phase, and I just I can't be talked <laughs> out of it. It was literally like three days. I couldn't talk to you about the episode because you were like, I can't, I can't. Like, but it was so good. I think it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like okay. They did me dirty so many times, Jen. <laughs> it's so, I was like, it's so hard. I can't. Yeah. So it's just like, I just, yeah. So with the Lauren aspect of it, I, Lauren is kind of going into this knowing that Felicity's endgame. She's not worried about any of those chicks. She's just very patiently slogging through till she gets to more Felicity. And then she just really I likes mean, the Felicity scenes. And I think the aspect that she likes is she likes the action part of it. She likes the villain. She likes all of that. So that's good because that's a big part of Arrow. That you know, if you if you're if you go into Arrow as a big fan of Katie Cassidy and Laurel Lance, you're going to end up an angry, bitter person. Yeah, 
And honestly, if you go and into Arrow expecting all of this stuff uh, with Emily, that you're also going to be gonna angry be and angry. bitter. There's just, a, there's just a little bit in the first two seasons. It's really bad. You just really need to kind of make your peace with what the show is. That's what has me excited for her is that she kind of seems to like the, you know, she likes the island. She likes all the action. She likes all of her fighting. Like she thinks it's really cool that he doesn't have superpowers because every, every superhero, Wonder Woman. That's the best yeah, thing about Superman, him. Yeah. All this stuff. And she loves all that stuff, but they all were gifted with magic powers. So she's like, who gifts him with the magic? I'm like, there is no magic. He's just the shit. <laughs> she's like, oh. This is why I'm team Iron Man. Right. It's like Iron Man in that sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that part of it, she's just like, oh, that's cool. But, like, even with Iron Man, he has the suit that he built, but he's in a suit. Oliver is just, he's just firing arrows. And, it's, and he's just able to kick ass. And she she does really seem to like that part of it so i was like well that's good because i don't want her his, like, his capability yeah, is, is, her, like, is one of the best things waiting for like she's excited about it but i was like if all you like is elicity in this show this is this is gonna not be you're gonna show. be frustrated yeah, <laughs> 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 you need to find some other rungs to cling to baby girl because it's gonna be rough Yikes. it's gonna be rough yeah, yeah i just told her she's yeah. gotta settle down it's gonna be a while and, like, I don't think it's she gonna... understands, like, she doesn't understand contracts. She doesn't understand that Emily isn't, like, a series regular. She doesn't get all that. So she's just like, all right, I'll just wait. And so, yeah, so these, I was, she was particularly kind of quiet during, like, the four through seven. But, like, when you think about those episodes, other than Diggle being awesome. There wasn't much happening. Yeah, it was kind of like. There was a really procedural element to Arrow in season one where it was like kind of villain of the week, villain, you know. I think they continue that through two and they get a little. And I, I see so many of the comic fans, the people who, who were very critical of Arrow's later seasons, talking about how great season one was. And I'm like, mm. I think that's just our fundamental. It's like lack we of think the show is something else, and they think the show is something else. It's like we will never. Yeah, we just we're not we're not meeting at all. What I forgot, this. what I forgot, was how mean everybody is to Oliver. They're terrible like, to him. Thea, are Thea, Moira, like she actually Moira actually says to him, sometimes Oliver, I wonder why you ever came back at all. Like, what are you... I know. You... That's such a mean thing First of all, to that's say. a horrible thing to say. Oh, you wish I was dead? Second of all, he was on a deserted island, Mora. It wasn't like he was, like, refusing to use frequent flyer miles or something. It was staying in Hawaii. Like, I was just like, what the... Like, why would you ever say that to him? And, like, he just takes it. Oliver just takes it and takes it and takes it. Because what's so sad about Oliver is he already believes he's the worst person in the world. So when people say mean things to him, he's just like, yeah, that's all true. Yeah, he he internalizes right. it, and he's like, "This is just confirms that I deserve." Nothing. If you wonder why Oliver went looking elsewhere for family, all you have to do is watch the first seven. Look at his family. Arrow, and that's, <laughs> oh, wonder why he was truthful with Diggle. I wonder why he was truthful with Felicity, Laurel, Thea. How many times did we see people bitch in later seasons? Why is he going to Felicity for this? He should be going to Thea. Like, why would you talk to Thea? Thea. Thea. Rips and it's like, yeah. excuse well, you. Well, the other thing. Like, excuse like, you. Obviously, like, Thea knows Oliver's lying about something. And Moira knows Oliver's lying about yeah. something. But they just assume he's just doing 
stuff, it's like none of them go to like, I wonder if he could be the vigilante. It's like, wouldn't that answer? Well, it's like, why would they immediately go to jackass stuff when like what he was he was on an island for five years? Maybe he's sitting in a corner crying for all you know. Like finally, I think in seven, (laughs) Moira says to Thea, I think we need to start accepting who Oliver is and stop blaming him and like being disappointed that he's not who he was you know what i mean like we have to accept this all what a fucking concept I was like, oh, fucking shit sherlock like what like what <laughs> and we wonder why he's like i'm going to build my own family with complete strangers and tell them the truth and not talk to any of the people that i've lived with and loved for the last 30 years it's like of course you wouldn't there's literally nothing in moira or thea's behavior that like Gives Oliver, like, oh, I could trust them with this information. Correct. And Laurel, here's the thing. And this is something my mother said, which I think really bodes truthful, particularly when you get into season two. He can't tell Laurel. She's not, I I don't think, my mom's like, I'm not entirely convinced she won't turn him into the cops. You know what I mean? That's very, very fucking yeah, true. She's like, he'll, she'll have him arrested. She'll prosecute him. I was like, yeah. I mean, really? The Laurel that you're seeing in season one? Sure. She would. Like, that's why I don't get the whole... That's the other part of her character that drives me nuts. It's like, wh- whether or not she's pro-vigilante from one week to another. Like, some weeks she thinks he's the best. The other week she's like, he's a murderer and we have to stop him. It is... And I don't understand what were the writers There's thinking no when they did this flip-flopping every week. Like, do they just not know? Because they obviously know how to write a female character. Felicity came out okay. I just don't. I just don't think they knew what to do with her character from minute one. They really just had no clue. Yeah, do not. And they had no lying. idea how to balance this energy between Laurel and Oliver, where she's still mad about Sarah. And Oliver cheating, but we also want to build up the romance. I feel like episode five, the kiss, is completely misplaced. I feel like, how can she still be angry at him about Sarah if she's kissing him in episode Exactly. It's like, I would have preferred if they just committed to her hating him for the first half of the season. Right. It just season, it, it, it it completely undercut her argument. Right. Against and so then it. like maybe in the back half of season seven, she's full in with Tommy in the back half of season one, then maybe there's a thaw. But they would have her thaw from one minute to the other and then thaw freeze, thaw freeze. They're literally in this it's like, you know, you can't put hamburger back in the freezer after it's thawed. You'll go, it, you'll get food poisoning. That's what it's like. I it's just, like a constant... I feel like a lot of her, a lot of her biggest fans never rewatched season one. You can't. Because there's no way you can rewatch it. And, and like her. See that inconsistency. Right. And, and feel be she's like, a yes, this is character. Good. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's, and I really, I was like, oh, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. No, it's worse. It's actually worse. Yeah, it because is. You I'm see the consistency you. that they deal with the other characters, yep. and you're like, oh yeah, this yep. is a train wreck. It was really bad. They, they, it's every time I watch it, it's it's worse. Well, and no wonder I was having such a hard time. You know, I loved Arrow. I enjoyed watching it, but when we were tape, you know, vampire. Me and Nick would always watch Vampire Diaries first. We watched Vampire Diaries first. That was our favorite show. Loved that, okay? And then, yeah, maybe, like, two, Arrow would be, like, the second or third that show that we pull up from the DVR. 
it slowly started climbing the charts once Vampire Diaries became the absolute train wreck that it became. But I still could not, in season one, really be like, I am so obsessed. This is the best show ever. Because I just had, I felt, I felt like the pressure from the writers that I have to love Laurel and Oliver. And I was like, I'm not loving them. And I was like, this is bad for me. Like, I'm literally in a scenario that I hate putting myself in where I'm shipping some couple that's never going to happen. And I'm being told that the plan, you know, I'm being forced to like this couple that I can't stand. And these writers are never going to see it with Felicity. She's going to be like the, you know, the girl Friday for eight years. I was like, that's going to suck. So it was really difficult for me to like go all in on Arrow in season one. And that really didn't start until season two. And I would say probably 206 because I visibly remember standing up fist pumping after he was like, I can't, you know, be with anyone that I really care about. And I was like, it's on. It's so fucking on. And that was, yeah, that was the, a big indicator. Right. So I was like, okay, then I, I was in. But then they had me all scared in the back half of season two. It was a very emotional journey for me watching this shit live. That's so much like I did a lot of like I look at people who got to binge it. I'm like, you lucky bastards. They are the luckiest. They are the luckiest. Truly, to go from watching, can you imagine watching the the, the any of the season finales, any of them, mm-hmm. and then being able to start the next season immediately? The only season finale I got to do that with was season one. What a gift! That was the only one. Meanwhile, the rest of us are whoring it out on the streets, just waiting for three months to figure out if our beloved characters are alive or not. Can you imagine <laughs> being able to binge your way through four and five with the Elicity breakup? Oof. Just turn those stars I've, out. I've seen, I've seen plenty of people who didn't watch like multiple episodes of season four. I mean, or season five. Like they just, didn't, they just skipped. Skip, skip, skip. And I'm like, that's a. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of torn between four B to five A being the worst chunk of time, or that was that was pretty bad, or six B being the worst chunk of time with the whole civil 6B, war. Six B, no, see, but like the problem is, I can't, I can't do that because six B to me, we was fine. Yeah, we were still because no, listening <laughs> so gloriously. That's why I can't. Yeah, six I could head. easily. Easily yeah, ignore like, NTA. I could ignore Diaz. Right. I could. I, that was no big deal. Elicity, yeah. they were gorgeous, married, had William. It was beautiful. And they were just, it was a Fantastic. full year of happy. Mm-hmm. They were just, they left them alone. Like, yeah, we had to worry about Oliver going to jail. But like, really, they were just, they were married and happy. There was no domestic and, bliss. <laughs> so, it, I, so I, for I, I, I you, yeah, you talked to me. I was like, what am I even talking about? Yeah. So I just, the amazingness of being able to binge 4B to 5 through 5A, particularly, it's not even 5A. You have to binge until 17. 517. Then it gets good. Then it gets good. Season five was rough. It was a long, long season. And I understand why, like, Mark or Steven say that they like five, but. You know, there were parts of five that I really did like. There were parts of five I really did not like. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's let's see. Of every season. But it, to me, a lot of it is like the chunk of time we have to suffer. And I feel like the writers pushed the fans' patience way too far 
from four oh, feet to five feet. Yeah, like it I was agree. way too long. I was like that. It was way too long. I was like, that's not cool. And like we're turning around and like Hook and Emma broke up for like one day. You know what I mean? It's like all of these other shows, like, oh no, Barry and Iris broke up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It was literally a week and they got back together. We're in hell. We're in actual hell. Anyway, now that we've exercised that, that demon. Right, I feel like we gotta talk a little bit about the spinoff because there's been some interesting comments the last few weeks. When I saw an interesting comment from Kat I just saw that today. Too. I also saw an interesting mm-hmm. comment from Mr. Guggenheim. Oh yeah, Mark. Mark. <laughs> I love when he's fed up. Like I love it when he's fed yes. up because he gives zero fucks. He's just like, damn it. Um, hang on, I'm looking for it. I really want to read it because it looks really. It was really funny to read. Oh, okay. Here's what Mark said. Uh, it's it's two comments actually. Actually, it's a little frustrating because people are constantly tweeting at me, and I would love to answer, but there are certain things I'm not allowed to talk about until the power powers that be decide we can. Uh, speaking about the state of the Arrowverse in general, Guggenheim added, I've finished with Arrow. I've finished with Crisis on Infinite Earth. It feels like the end of a chapter for me. So I'm not entirely sure if there's going to be another chapter to be had at this moment in time. At some point, I need to figure out exactly what I'm doing with the Arrowverse going forward, but I haven't quite figured that out yet. The Arrowverse shows are still going. So this was Mark dodging, like... That was like, that was like Matrix style It was time. Just looking, avoiding the, the landmines. Okay. Then somebody asked him, like, hey, what's going on with the, the spin-off on Twitter? And he said... Unfortunately, I don't know when an announcement will be made. I thought it would be soon, quotations, that that was, unfortunately, a very non-soon time ago. (laughs) I love him so much. At the end of the day, the timing is in the hands of Warner Brothers and CW. So the takeaway He just was, like, pointing at the execs and saying, it's them. It's Pedowitz's fault. Like, literally, Mark is like, Pedowitz is dicking around, and he's not giving people an answer, and that's annoying. And then Kat today, what did Kat say? I think I missed it. She basically said she's not done. All she knows is she's not done with Mia Smoke. That that she'd like to show up in a crossover on Legends. Yeah, I know I'm not done with Mia Mia Smoke yet. And worst case scenario, hopefully they would bring me back for another crossover or to jump into the Legends of Tomorrow world because at least they can time time travel. McNamara stores. Okay. Do I feel that any of these comments are positive for the (laughs) spinoff? No. Okay, I think Doesn't I think, I think we, we need to start good. making our peace. So if you with are the fact that person, this is probably not going to happen, are, right? If you are a person who is really excited about Green Arrow and the Canaries, and I would really like to talk to you about that, because why? <laughs> like I was excited about the Green Arrow part of the of the show. I was not excited about the Canaries. <laughs> no. Those so those two things like don't go together. Really pumped for this, and you're going to be heartbroken that there's no spinoff. You need to go to a special place. <laughs> Go go and there. Process your feels because it does not listen to folklore a couple times. Good. Mark saying that he's done with the Arrowverse. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting comment. So like, I know he was saying I'm not done. I don't know if I'm done, but then he also said he was done. So I was like, okay, neither. None of I can be done. Be done. 
he's done. He's done. So none of the comments. They're like, Sam, why don't you do that again? I was like, I haven't talked to him in like a month. So, like, they're done. So it's just not sounding good. It's not sounding good. Which is okay with me. Like, if it doesn't get picked up, I'm yeah. not going to be heartbroken. I was no. really, like, jazzed about, you know, the the future Team Arrow. I was jazzed about the love triangle. But, man, having to slug through more canaries, more canaries for X number of years, I was not pumped about that. I would have done it. I would have done it. But I was not. Like, here's why I kind of like the idea of there not being a spinoff. is because then I can take the ending of Arrow as we saw it. And do with that whatever I want. There's nothing that's going to change that. So if I want to say, okay, so Felicity went to Paradise Dimension to Oliver and then was like, hey, we need to get back there and be with our kids. And then they go back and be with their kids. That could happen. Or I could screw it up even more. Oliver didn't die. He came back home. They raised Mia and William together. And it was was like... That's what I, I, so I don't need a spinoff. I really like, don't. Like, the only thing I would be, like, super, super sad about if they don't do the spinoff is my Diggle love triangle, but I'll just stick it. I'll be, the only thing I'll be really sad about is Ben Lewis. Uh, yeah. No more Ben Lewis I just, my It TV. makes me sad that Ben, I won't get more Ben, ben and Cat. Like, the whole Future Team Arrow, that whole aspect of it was perfect. That was Yeah, it really though, was. And it would have been fantastic. If they had just been able to do that, but fuck you, Pedowitz, forever for not allowing that to happen. Oh, it's gonna be coming. We have to call. We have to combo it. No, you don't. Just tell Katie Cassidy no. <laughs> Hell, her no. What from Arrow's history has told you that you need to do asshole? this? <laughs> why? Stupid. Why do they hate you so much? Just why? I don't know. I it's don't like, know. like takes personal joy in being a pain in my ass. <laughs> it's like I got a kiss up my ass signed by Katie Cassidy. That is literally how it feels sometimes. She's like the bane of my existence. Just leave my shit alone, woman. I put up with you for eight years. Just leave my spin off the fuck alone. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Couldn't do it. But here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm confident we'll see Ben and Kat and other stuff. And that's what's cool about it. Now it's like, all right, well, I can support these actors careers and watch them and other stuff and i love Catherine mcnamara so whatever she does i'll be like yeah i'm gonna watch that fair enough but yeah it's i what i do also like that arrow did is i feel like they tied up the the um the future storyline just enough so it's not like i feel like there's all this unending you know, I mean, William was kidnapped, but yeah, you know, but you're like, okay, she goes back to the pre- she goes back to the future. She saves William. They they create their own team arrow and they save the city, and they murder the canaries. Yes, <laughs> that is also there's acceptable. There's a suspicious fire that happens in Dinah's apartment complex, <laughs> and Laurel was there listening to her play jazz or whatever. Nobody knows. Is it arson? Was it an accident? Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? Who cares? It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> Good times. All right. Was that all? Oh, hang on. We got to look at questions. Oh, I forgot. I switched over to my thingy to find. Stop it! <laughs> Can I tell you something really <laughs> embarrassing that happened to me at work? 
Oh dear, do I want to know? It's funny. It was funny because I didn't, it wasn't really all that embarrassing because I really didn't care. But so my computer at work has been a disaster. I have been waiting for weeks on end to, for the IT department to get their crap together and give me access to everything. And at this point, it's cutting into my money. So I'm starting to get annoyed. So the computer went out on me on a conference call and I couldn't figure out what was going on with my headset. It was a mess. So I called my husband and they were working on it. And then the whole computer freezes. And I just start swearing at him. <laughs> like, oh my God. I think I have been privy to some right. of these swearing I'm like, persons. I'm like just yelling at it. And so once we get me back in, like they could hear me. I just couldn't hear them. So they oh were no. laughing pretty hard. I was like, all right, that's Jen's pissed off. We all have heard it. No, it was pretty funny. So then we, we had to retell the funny story when we had our group conference call. My boss was like, that's hilarious. Do I get to hear that Jim before? I was like, she's wonderful. You'll get to probably hear her at some point. Oh, Jen. You yelling at technology. You yelling at Nick. I wasn't yelling at Nick. I was yelling at I know, but I've, I've, I've heard you yell at Nick over technology before, too. And that is also entertaining. But he forgives me because I'm an imperfect person. <laughs> And he knows I'm a crazy person about it. Like, he's tried talking to me. He's like, sweetheart, this just happens with technology. It's imperfect. But I was like, but here's the situation. Like, for example, I could not make phone calls in my car. Like, where you, because I have like the whatever, the Bluetoothy where you can just press a button and says, call Nick. It would cut out on me. Okay. This was like six months. It would cut out on me and it would never work. I couldn't be like play favorites because it would just cut out. It was like you couldn't talk fast enough for it to happen. So I was mentioning it to him. I was like, you need to like take a look at this. And he's like, okay. So this is like after six months of discussing with him that I can't get this to work in the car. So he's finally in the car with me and then it works perfectly. Of course it does. Like, that is the history of my life with him. Like, I will say, this is a problem going on with the computer, and he looks at it, and, like, it works fine. And he actually admits, he admits that this is, like, an actual, like, universe thing that, like, God's dicking around with me. It's, 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 you're literally being punked. Yeah, he's like, I believe you that it doesn't work. He's like, I just think Jesus is having some fun with you. That when I actually get to looking at it, it magically is fixed. I was like, I feel like that's probably exactly what's going on. Okay, questions. Oh, no problem, Ruth. Ruth, we love to answer your questions. We're so glad that people send questions. When did you start shipping Merlans? This is from Liz Marie. You know what, Kelly? This is like Raybo. You just have to take it. All right. I've liked them for a bit in season one, but then the whole Laura Vermes. Oh, you're going to like this girl. She agrees with you. But then the whole Laura Vermes came, and Tommy, Tommy deserved better than that. I mean, I guess I can agree with that because I was like, okay, this is cute. And then she was terrible to him. Yeah. So I'm like, nope. I feel like I'll get there. I feel like I'm in a protected Tommy bubble, Tommy and Laurel bubble, where like they're just cute and happy. And I just don't want to acknowledge just the awful that she can be. I just don't want so her to think about it. I just want them to have cute little smiles and chemistry. She they... tried to kiss. Listen, she tried to kiss Oliver in 203. I know. 203? 204. Yeah. 203? 204? Yeah. One of those ones. Anyhow, she tried to kiss him. And I'm like, yeah. that's like, mm. so. it's like a That's even not even taking into account 419. Okay. I don't want to talk about 14, 419. 419. <laughs> I want to talk about it. I think that's like an episode that makes me the angriest. It's between that, and it was like the gun episode, and it was it's four nineteen. 
I actually think I hate Why did we porn- even watch this? Show? I don't know. I think I hate four nineteen like deeper in my soul. More than I hate like I feel like there would have been I feel like there was more rage over four nineteen than there was about the LSB breakup. I feel like that's a possibility. Here's the thing. I never like a retcon. I hate them. The only retcon I like is Tommy being brought back to life. Right. They're the most literal retcons at the end of the episode. We were like, at the end of the year, at the end of the show. But like, for the most part, I never like a retcon. But what pisses me off is like, they did the whole, yeah, we're going to talk about this. Um, They did the whole, like, comic book, the two and a half, the one and a half or the two and a half. And it totally totally flowed with what happened in 201. Correct. And it made absolute sense because it makes Correct. no sense that Oliver and Laurel talk in 201 like they haven't seen each other after Tom's right. funeral because they didn't in the in the comic. Oliver Correct. tried to talk to her. Detective Lance said, no, she's hysterical. She doesn't want to see anybody. And then Oliver just leaves. That made more sense than her like, come on in. Let me seduce you by the fire. Right. And we're going to have planned this whole life together. And it's going to be amazing. And like Oliver looks like a deer in a headlight. Like he's been caught by a serial stalker, which you have. And then he gets the hell out of town. That woman made that man jump on a boat in a plane both times. And yet you think nope. he loves her. Laurel fans, love yourself. They won't. So yeah, I would say okay. the episode that I just watched, the episode where Tommy does the whole does the whole banquet thing, and they have that cute little scene. The charity fundraiser. The charity fundraiser, and they have that yeah. cute little scene in the alley. That's probably what I got. Because it was like, it was an actual moment where I was like, Laurel's adorable right now, and Tommy's adorable. And it's the first time I think I felt when I was watching this live, a positive emotion towards Laurel. It's like, oh, I like her with this guy. You know what I mean? So I think that's just where it's cemented. My body was just craving something to, like, make me like this woman. You don't have to like her. I know. You don't have to like her. her. (laughs) Angel, oh, Joanna, Joanna, where art thou? Now, that's a good question because Joanna is the best. Joanna was Laurel's, like, voice of reason. Right, and she's like, hey, stop being a bitch 24-7. I'm like, I like this girl. So (laughs) getting rid of Joanna, bad move. It was a bad move. Joanna, Joanna, like Tommy, made Laurel tolerable. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the Oliver Helena storyline? At the time, I thought they had a better connection and more chemistry than Oliver and Laurel and was irritated the show dropped them so quickly with Helena. No. Telling me that Oliver and Laurel was meant to be based on uh-huh. the ending. No. Here's the thing. <laughs> Everybody has more yet. chemistry than Laurel and Oliver. Everybody. But that doesn't mean I liked it. <laughs> I was like, no. Nope. Don't like this. Don't like this. I feel nope. like I was... And it'll be interesting to reread my... It's going to be really funny because there's like a four-year difference between... like I wrote the season one reviews the summer before season four. And then it was, mm. wait, remember I was trying to get, like, I was trying to get one and two done in the summer. And you were like, stop. That's not You're crazy. <laughs> I was like, I'm so tired. Um, so I stopped. And I was like, I can't finish these until the show is over. So it's going to be like a four or five year lay between. And I, my patience towards Laurel is like totally different now. Um, but I feel like when I watched it, I liked Helena in the sense that oh this is a person who can vigilante with Oliver and that's cool 
Um, I was a little fuzzy on how Oliver viewed his cause as completely different than Helena's. Like, for Oliver, it wasn't about revenge. It was about making things better. And I was like, okay, but also you kill people too. (laughs) Well, it was just, I I found it. Like on moral high ground with her. Right. It's like, where does he get the audacity to think he's going to mentor her? When he's still still in the hole himself. I feel like a lot of it was because she was a chick. I feel like this was some some major misogyny coming off Mr. Ollie Queen here. Like, you shouldn't, like, all women have to be, like, this sweet and you just mourn your fiancé and you go on and you can't, you can't shoot people. And I'm like, but can she? I think she can. I think that's fine. I don't really, again, it's like, there's a lot of the women in season one where I'm like the team, the women, and I don't like Oliver with them. You know what I mean? He wasn't likable in season one. I kind of agree with, I actually think Helena has a better reason to be smoking people than you do. You're just like, Oh, my dad told me to do this. I have to write his wrong. She's like, well, they killed the love of my fucking life, asshole. So, yeah, I'm going to put my dad in jail. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Fair enough. But, yeah, in terms of the chemistry, I think you're so deprived of chemistry with Oliver and Laurel that any other woman that they put put him with in season one, you're like, oh, my God, the chemistry is amazing. But really, it's like I didn't think I didn't think their chemistry yeah, was anything either. special. I thought it was like okay, like the sex Meh. scene was. Yeah. I also like during the sex scene, like bef- like when they kiss each other just right before. Stephen plays that as very hesitant, like he kind of like leans and then he kind of backs away and then he like goes for it. And he, I know what he was trying to do. He's trying to make it look like Oliver hasn't kissed a woman for like five years. And he was like nervous yeah, to have that. sex with somebody. And I was <laughs> like, boy, there's going to be some backstory that you probably should have known in season one filming that. <laughs> but that is not the case. Not even a little bit. So that part of it always throws me off on the watch rewatch. I was like, oh, it's been a long time since he's had sex. Of course he's nervous. And I'm like, no, it has not been a long time since he's had sex. <laughs> okay, those are our only questions. Wow. Okay. Oh, but I did, we didn't answer the second one with Helena claiming that Oliver and Laurel was meant to be based on one dumb date. Yeah, I agree with you. I know what I know what scene you're talking about, and that happens in eight. I think that was again. The writers were pushing Oliver and Laurel, and like we had to believe that they were meant to be. Others could see it. Others can see it. Which again, I go back to my original issue. That's why I didn't sign up with this show, like in terms of the reception, until like season two. Like, I feel like Callie and I are on the same, like, emotional progression. Like, I probably signed on to be like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed. Around the same episodes you did, you just weren't able to binge it. You know what I mean? But, like, once you saw 206 and 207, you were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was it. Yeah, that was the same. I was like, yes, I'm so in. I can't stop talking about this show. Kind of disease. (laughs) Did you see the thing that Maddie tweeted out about podcasters? Yes. We were the nerdy ones that talk long about the show long after it's been off the air. It's like, oh my God, it's so us. It's so us. Oh, I have a little plug. Maddie and I are doing a podcast on the Vampire Diaries. It's called Mystic Falls Memories. So you can follow us on Twitter 
I don't know what it's called though. <laughs> it's like MF Balls at Twitter. I'll tweet it out. Um, yeah, and yes, we did invite Callie to be part of this very special experience. <laughs> Callie was like, "Kill me, please." <laughs> Callie's like, "Why do you hate me?" <laughs> <laughs> No, really. Why would you ever subject me to talking about this ridiculous show? I was like, well, that's a fair point. I was like, you can just say it's stupid. It is. <laughs> I say it all the time. I mean, it is. What's going to be funny is Maddie hasn't watched the, um, she hasn't watched season five through eight. So, oh yeah, I was like, well, there's nothing good there. <laughs> Like, if we're going to rewatch it, and she's like, I haven't watched those things. I was like, yeah, you were smart. I should have gotten off the, get off the Sometimes it's good to drop a show. Yeah, it was definitely, I'm hoping that this is going to be, like, therapeutic for me. Let's hope. There, I found it. Mystic, so it's MF Memories Pod. On Twitter, and we're doing it off of Anchor. So if you would like to listen, us ramble. That's about it. What about you, Gally? That's it. All righty, girl. It's Friday. You have big plans for the weekend? Does anybody have big plans for the weekend? We are landscaping, so I'm shoveling rock with my husband. Exciting. Yeah, it's a lot. It'll be done, though. Then we're done. Once we finish the rock, we're done for a while, at least until next summer. And I have a feeling we won't be interested in doing anything next summer. <laughs> Landscaping's hard. All right, people. Stay safe. Don't get COVID. I'll try not okay, to. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr <laughs>